bringing the party to you. Five. mission from God. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Deacon Mark Campbell. Mark Amadeo. Ooh, yeah! And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome into One and All. Thanks for joining me today here on the Catholic Morning Show. It is Friday, January 26th. I'm John Leonetti. We've got a great show in store for you today. Coming up at about, uh, well, 7.07, Father Andrew Winchittle is going to be on. Looking forward to speaking to him about Sunday's Gospel. A little spiritual chat around it in preparation. Anthony Digman is going to be on at 7.15 today. It's been a while since Anthony's been on. Uh, we have a little history uh, together, and uh, he's just a really good man. He's He's uh, got a master's in theology. He's a speaker and author um, from Dyersville, Iowa, and he's been on EWTN many times. He's got an upcoming speaking event uh, at St. Malachi we'll talk about, but getting caught up with Anthony is going to be a lot of fun, so make sure to stick around for it at about 7.15 today. 7.40, Gene Till, co-host of Making It Personal with Bishop Jonesons, going to preview the show, and Bill Miklas is going to be on of the Steyer Group at 7.40. Today, and we're going to talk about our campaign uh, here at Iowa Catholic Radio that you may have heard a little bit about, but there's a lot of really good buzz happening right now. And Bill is one of those guys that's been steering that for us, and uh, we'll have him on at about 7.45 today to talk all about it. Looking forward to it. All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to our Lord with our morning offering. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Deacon Mark Campbell now with your news. Thank you, John. Our top news stories of the day are brought to you by Mercy College of Health Sciences, offering a variety of accredited health care programs to choose from. You can learn more at mchs.edu. Police and fire departments will no longer be able to request users' doorbell video footage from the Amazon-owned Ring, the company announced. The decision follows a flurry of criticism and concerns from privacy advocates over the feature and the company's partnerships with hundreds of police departments across the country. In 2021, Ring altered its policy to make police requests available to the public on its neighbor's app. In the past, law enforcement agencies could send a private email to Ring owners who live near an investigation to request video footage from their doorbell cameras. Law enforcement agencies will still be able to access videos with a search warrant, while Ring has the right to share footage with users' permission in limited circumstances. Religious unaffiliated people, often referred to as nuns, now make up the largest religious category in the U.S., according to a new report by the Pew Research Center. Pew's new report, released January 24th, shows that nuns, are, uh, nuns now account for 28% of the total U.S. population. The outstripping the next largest group, which is Catholics, who make up 20 percent. The recent data is consistent with a long term trend of America's rejecting Americans rejecting religious affiliation in growing numbers, with the percentage nearly doubling from 16 percent in 2007. 
The rise of the nuns has resulted in not only lessened religious participation, but also a decrease in civic engagement, with nuns being less likely to vote, do volunteer work, or have strong friend groups or uh, community, according to Pew. What was it eight years ago? Uh, 16%. Or 2000, in 2007, it was 16 2007, it was 16%. 12 percent in eight years? Uh, 2007 to now would be 16 years. I don't think years. we realize how significant of a jump that yeah, is. Yeah, no, it's... it's 12 percent uh, is massive in such a short period. That's over a percent a year. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yep. That, it's on track right now, 10 years from now, to be 40 percent. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm uh, sorry, 42 or 43 percent. That's why we're here to uh, hopefully curb oh. that uh, that growth Ooh. by uh, bringing the light and truth of the gospel uh, over the radio and uh, other media. Outlets. Why don't you want to win? That's what I tell the nuns. <laughs> Jesus wins. You right? want to win? Let's go with Jesus. Yeah. Okay, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> now, here's here, here's a little more fun story to talk okay, about. Blackout right. license plates, John. What is that? What do you have on your vehicle? A blackout license plate? Yeah. You know, the, bla- the, the black license plate with white letters? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. It is cool. now the, uh, the, it is the most popular state uh, license plate. Uh, five years ago, when it was introduced, or yeah, five years ago, uh, since then, over a half million of the state's four, over four million total license plates, or about 12%, are of the blackout uh, design, according to the Iowa DOT data from the 2023 calendar year. Blackout plates, we, uh, regular number letter combinations are $35 plus the annual $10 fee, but personalized versions cost $60 with a $15 annual fee. Black and gold University of Iowa plates are still the second most popular specialty plates in the state with nearly 27000 in circulation, uh, with more than 92% of those being personalized. And Iowa State is third with more than 19000 cardinal and gold plates issued, and 92% of those are also personalized. You can learn more about all the License plate options at Iowa DOT's website, as well as information on more colleges that are available. You're right. That's way more fun to talk about than people leaving <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Right? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about license plates. That's right. Well, holy cow. That's uh, well. You didn't answer. What do you, what do you have on your car? Oh, I got one of those regular ones. I don't have that. I don't yeah, I'm have just. That a, I'm just a plain. Yeah, plain, I am too. Plain, plain plate guy myself. Yeah, but I, I like. I, see, I got a black car, so I think it would look pretty cool. It, it would really dress things up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, but, I might. Uh, I might look into that. Did you, Did you see how expensive they are? The the blackout plates. Yeah, yeah I, I I read that there. What it was, is it? Uh, well, if you get it personalized, and so I, maybe that's what we're going to ask. Uh, text in your submissions, which John should have for a personalized. I got a good black, one. Black, black no, and white no, I already oh, know you already what got I do. It? Yeah. What's it going to be? EVR. EVR. The, the number one. Okay. DR. Okay. Y. All right, so text in, text in right now, 515-223-50. If I'm going to hand this to if, him. If you, can, if you can decipher what uh, what that stands for. I'm e- handing it to him E-V-R-1, right now. one What does E-V-R-1. it say? E-V-R-1. Uh, well, let's go to Mark Oven. That was the scoreboard <laughs> update. In sports on your Friday morning, last night, high school girls and boys basketball heard on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. It was a Central Iowa Metro League doubleheader. In the girls' contest in Class 5A, it was third-ranked Dowling defeating 13th-ranked 
West Des Moines Valley by the score of 62 to 30 at the Valley Fieldhouse. Dowling Catholic was led by junior Ava Zedeker's 19 points, freshman Katie Muller with 13 points, and junior Layla Tritton with 10 points. Dowling girls now with the record of 12 and 4. In the boys' contest, it was a Class 4A Central Iowa Metro League doubleheader, and it was the defending state champions in Class 4A, the Valley Tigers, defeating Dowling Catholic by the score of 73-65 at the Valley Fieldhouse. Fourth-ranked Valley improves its record to 11 and 3, while Dowling Catholic falls to six wins and eight losses. Leading the way for Dowling Catholic last night was Maddox Capola. The sophomore chipped in 16 points. Seniors Joey Capola and Joe Broderick with 15 points each. And senior Riddick Metten with 12 points. Dowling Catholic plays at Southeast Polk tonight in a girl-boy varsity doubleheader. This weekend, the NFL playoffs continue with the conference championships on Sunday. In the AFC, it's the third seed and defending Super Bowl champions Kansas City Chiefs on the road at number one seed Baltimore Ravens. They'll kick off at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. That's from Baltimore, Maryland. And in the night game, the NFC championship game features the third seeded Detroit Lions at number one seed San Francisco 49ers. They'll kick off at 5.30 Sunday night from Santa Clara. California. And tonight we'll have high school girls and boys basketball on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. Dowling Catholic at Southeast Polk in a Central Iowa Metro League doubleheader. We'll be on the air at 6 o'clock from the Southeast Polk gym. Join Scott Babinat, Jimmy Cataldo, and me for all the action on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. And with your Friday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And here's a look at the Iowa Catholic Radio Network forecast for today. Cloudy, chance of rain this morning, patchy, dense fog, and highs in the mid-30s. Tonight, cloudy, patchy fog in the evening, then areas of fog after midnight with near-steady temperatures in the lower 30s. Tomorrow, Saturday, patchy fog in the morning, cloudy, near-steady temperatures in the lower 30s. And Sunday, we'll hopefully get to see some sun, partly sunny and a high in the mid-30s. Currently around the Iowa Catholic Radio listening area, we've got mostly cloudy conditions, 32 degrees here in Des Moines, a little light rain in Marshalltown, 32 degrees, Creston, 32 degrees, and Oskaloosa at 33 degrees. Forecast today is brought to you by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical, offering repairs, installations, and maintenance for the whole house, including heating and cooling systems and all things plumbing and electrical. Learn more at goldenphc.com. Com. Thank you, Deacon. Let's go to Father Andrew right now. Good morning, Father. Morning. Uh, Mark, 121 to 28. we got an exorcism this Sunday. Yeah, yeah. the first um, miracle, you can call it, that, that Jesus does in the Gospel of Mark, right after Jesus' disciples. And uh, it begins with him in the synagogue, and people notice him teaching, as they say, with authority which was quite uncommon. Usually rabbis or teachers in Judaism would refer to other teachers, but the fact that he's teaching basically because he is the Word, he is the authority, that he's able to do that. And then consequently, he is also able to act with authority, as he said, basically by performing that exorcism so here is uh, the God-man, Jesus Christ, uh, the Word incarnate, whose both word and action are totally, um, um, how would we say, uh, in line with each other, uh, which for us as sinful human beings, that's simply not always the case. 
He teaches with authority is one of the things that they were astonished at, right? I mean, and, and even the way in which he works with this man, quiet, come out of him, right? The, the, the unclean spirit convulsed him and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, what is this? A new teaching with authority is what it is. A new teaching with authority. So Christ Jesus comes with the authority of God. And, of course, what does he do? He doesn't just hold that in himself. He hands it on to the authority of the church, which is Peter. And and I, the word authority here just kind of, it, it just jumps out at me. It's something so much bigger than just this reading right here, Father. Yeah, it, it just consider, the, it, in a sense, it shouldn't come as any surprise that this word authority is being yeah. used and applied to Jesus, because consider the root of it is author and him being the second person of the Trinity incarnate, we say, through whom all things were made. So he is the author of all of creation, and so, of course, he, he has authority over it. He, he has power to command it and transform it any way he wishes. Yeah. Uh, and so, he, he sh- of course, he should be able to um, to cast out this, this unclean this unclean spirit out of this man. Yeah, what a, what a what an image! Um, and and there have been several uh, movies of our Lord that um, have depicted this, have chosen this gospel as well, uh, just because you know you, you got to think of what a powerful time that was, and, and to be able to see you know with those around him. Um, and nonetheless, on the on the Sabbath, so uh, which would have uh, gotten a few people a little uh, little angry. Would you give us your blessing, Father? Certainly. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Andrew, God bless you, Father. Thank you. Anthony Digman, when we come back, he's going to be given a parish mission at Ascension Parish at uh, St. Malachi in Madrid. Uh, Madrid, excuse me, Madrid. <laughs> My goodness. Am I even from Des Moines? <laughs> Do you even live here, bro? That family that, that live there in Madrid. In Madrid. <clears throat> Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> All right, uh, Anthony Digman, he's so good and, and a lot of fun. Huge Star Wars fan. They did a whole theology series on Star Wars that, that gained like it gained some like big notoriety uh, in in the church. It was on featured on EWTN. I, I might bring that up a little bit, too. But uh, Anthony and I go way back. We'll have a lot to talk about. When we come back, John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Deary of Ames, home of warranty forever, offering new, used, and commercial vehicles as well as service and Mopar parts. Deary of Ames is located just off of Highway 30 at the Dayton Avenue exit and online at DearyAmes.com. Support for programming has been provided by Permar Security Services, a family-owned security company that provides full-service security solutions to homes and businesses throughout the Midwest. Learn more at permarsecurity.com. Thank you, Permar Security Services, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from the Catholic Tuition Organization. Reduce or eliminate your Iowa income tax and instead give to the Catholic Tuition Organization and receive 75% Iowa tax credits. These tax credits are going fast, so reserve yours today and learn more about the Catholic Tuition Organization at ctoiowa.org. ctoiowa.org. The bottom line? It's for the kids and their futures. Catholic Tuition Organization. A great investment in our kids. 
Ascension Parish welcomes national speaker and author Anthony Digman to St. Malachi in Madrid, February 18th and 19th. Anthony will provide thought-provoking intellectual and spiritual formation on the topic of the true presence. Visit iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, an authorized independent agent for Walmart Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Iowa, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Learn more at 515-226-2111 or cindyschulte.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Divine Treasures, a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community since 1992. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you, Divine Treasures, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Anthony Digman, everyone. Good morning. What do you think? Oh, it's great to be here with you, buddy. How you been? Did you hear the music? I did. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't think we were talking about Star Wars no. today, but we can. No, I, it, before this, I, I said that you uh, you did like a whole theology series on Star Wars. Uh, oh, yeah, and I uh, got a book on that one as well. Yeah, you Star wrote a Wars book on it. What are we, theology? You did a book on that thing. That's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. I found I found out there's no Catholic book on Star Wars, and I'm like, this is a problem. This needs fixed. Well, so we tackled that project. You, I have to tell you, you were the inspiration behind me watching the first three. Well, the the, the like go? the very first three. The you know, not the four or five. It's so confusing. Um, <laughs> how how did it go? I liked uh, what, what's the second one? The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. That was my favorite one. Deacon Mark chiming in here. John identifies with Ewoks. I think that's how, yes. how it went. So. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> I didn't like the third one. Uh, first one was okay. I'll never probably see another one again. Is yeah, that, well, okay. Is that bad? Enough. At least you gave it a shot, buddy. Yeah, I gave it a shot. We go way back, man. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Uh, are you still teaching? Yeah, still at Beckman Catholic in Dyersville. Now, how long have you been there? 16 years now. Because you replaced me. You bet, sir. Which is crazy. 16 years ago now. Uh, yeah, and yeah. you have, I mean, you've got, you're speaking, you've got, uh, of course, books. Uh, YouTube, your YouTube's pretty popular, right? Yeah, yeah. We just got over 1,000 subscribers this last week. So oh, cool. Got some stuff going on there, too. All right. So you're going to be at uh, Ascension Parish is bringing you in, uh, and you're going to be at St. Malachi in Madrid, February 18th and February 19th for a, a parish mission. What are, we, what are we talking about here? Yeah, so at, since we're in the middle of the National Eucharistic Revival, this three-year revival that the U.S. bishops called for, still got a year and a half to go on this thing. Um, I've been doing a series of, of talks on the Eucharistic Revival, uh, sharing the faith, helping people understand better what exactly does the Church teach, right? That we believe the Eucharist is really Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity. Uh, and then what does that mean for our life? Uh, and I, I, I tell people right up off the bat on this one, I'm a very naturally skeptical person. So our faith in the Eucharist, you know, to me, I I approach it, and especially approached it when I was younger, going, wait a minute, this looks like bread, it tastes like bread. It looks like wine, it tastes like wine. How can this really be Jesus' body, blood, soul, and divinity? So that's a big thing that I like to bring into my presentations on the Eucharist and the Eucharistic revival is, you know, what, what evidence do we have for this? So we dive in, we look at Old Testament evidence that the Eucharist is not something that Jesus just came up with in the New Testament out of nowhere. It is deeply rooted. God 
God has planned the Eucharist since time immemorial throughout all of salvation history. It's been building and building and building to what Jesus Christ offers us in the Eucharist. So we look at Old Testament evidence and the direction that God is moving us toward the Eucharist. We look at the New Testament and what Jesus says about it and that it really is his body, blood, soul, and divinity. Then we look at right after that, we go into early church history and look at how this has been a consistent and beautiful teaching since the early church all the way up to today. And then we take a look at some other stuff. Like I said, I'm a naturally skeptical person. So we bring in Eucharistic miracles. We look at scientific analysis that's been done, modern scientific analysis of modern Eucharistic miracles, as well as miracles that happened almost 1,300 years ago over in Italy and what they've discovered from those. So we, I really try to approach the Eucharist from a variety of angles, but also looking at like what, what are the fruits of communion? The Catechism of the Catholic Church lists eight fruits of communion, because so often people say, oh, I don't want to go to Mass because I just don't get anything out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? There are eight fruits, or I'm sorry, yeah, eight fruits of communion that the Catechism lists that we're getting even if we're not aware of it. So we go over those as well. So really take a nice deep dive into the Eucharist. What do we believe? Why do we believe it? How can we help ourselves and others come to greater faith in the Eucharist? And how can we share this? What does it mean for our lives? So that's really what the Eucharistic Revival talks are going to be February 18th and 19th. You weren't like this 16 years ago. <laughs> what was Holy like? cow, you've got, you are just, you are, you've got it all here. I mean, my well, goodness. we to serve the Lord, don't we, brother? You That's got awesome. It. You got it. That's awesome to hear. I mean, I, I want to hear this. I want to go. I want to hear this talk, man. And it's not too far away here from, from us. Madrid's just, just down the street, uh, probably about 15, 20 minutes, which is awesome, man. Wait, when did you really kind of turn the leaf in your own life and say, I'm, I'm going all in with this? Because uh, you said you're naturally skeptic, so it probably took a little while for you to kind of do your do your work to see, is this something I really want to put my life to? Yeah, yeah. So um, senior year of high school, I was 18 years old, uh, ended up going on a retreat. And prior to that, I was a, an active Catholic by force. Uh, my dad was a, was a very serious Catholic, um, so he made sure that we made it to Mass every Sunday. But we were not overly active. We did some service, but, you know, I didn't really know how to pray the rosary. I could stumble through it maybe, but, you know, I wasn't you know a, a deeply passionate Catholic with a strong prayer life. I didn't read Scripture uh, at all uh, as, a, as a teenager, and I had a lot of doubts and skepticism, and I, I bought into a lot of myths and uh, worldly values and uh, went on a retreat that um, kind of, I, I felt God moving in my heart, and I said, okay, maybe this is real, maybe it's not, I want to know what's true. So I kind of launched into, not kind of, I launched into a study uh, to try to find the truth. So I, I looked at all the world's religions, and I'm like, I mm. need to figure out if any of these actually have any truth to them or not. And if anyone does have truth, every world religion has a whole bunch of different subsects and subgroups. So whichever one might actually have real evidence to really be real, because I can't just buy in and invest my life into something that's not real. And 80 years from now, I'm going to be dead. So this matters. Like, is there a God or not? Is there a heaven or not? This matters. Like, this is this is a life or death, eternity life or death issue. Well, and you started with that. You, you started yeah, with that. So in fact, really you still speak uh, on that, really. Like, is there a God? How do we know there's a God? And how do we know what this God is like if we do know he's yep. a God, which is which is really good. I've heard you heard you do that before, exactly. um, which is awesome. But I, I, I got to say again, I mean, you really you tackle you've made a, a quote unquote career, if you will, um, an, an apostolate out of 
out of really tackling some of the tougher issues in the church. So, you know, this is such a great period of time for the Eucharist. But, I mean, you, you have got, you've written books on contraception and the church's teachings mm-hmm. on sexuality, which is something that mm-hmm. really kind of got you on the map a little bit, I would say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my first book back in 2015. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, really, John, I, I do consider myself at heart, I'm just an evangelist. Yeah. And I love teaching in uh, Catholic high school. Um, I bring to this to my classroom. I'm sitting here right now getting ready for the school day. I bring to what I do here uh, all of my doubts and questions. And then it was around 2015 that I really started the, you know, parents would come to parent-teacher conferences and say, what do you guys learn in this semester? And I'd explain it, and they'd say, shoot, can I sit in the back of the yeah. class and listen to some of this? And I'm like, you know, I really need to get this out of the classroom and start offering this uh, to Catholic and Catholics and parishes and retreats uh, beyond this. So that's been a real, yeah, it's been a passion of mine for the last while. And, and uh, really, I bring people into what I've discovered. And, you know, like you said, I hit a lot of the heavier topics because those were big topics for me. What does the Church teach about you know, family planning and Catholicism? Um, what, is, what evidence do we really have for God, for Christianity, for Catholicism? So that, like you said, that's one of my series is. Um, another book on demons and exorcism. I'm like, yeah. is this really real? I mean, this just seems so hokey, you know? Like, do we need this in the modern world? But oh my, you know? Like, yeah, it, it's really a lot of my own faith journey ends up coming out in, in the things that I offer. So for me, it's all very, very personal and uh, gets me pretty excited. How do the kids respond to this? All of it. Um, so in working with teenagers, my number one thing is building relationships is absolutely vital. I think that that was Jesus's pedagogy. That's God's pedagogy. It's about relationship first. Um, if there's anybody in our lives and we just approach it and anything faith-related and we're like, hey, you should believe this or you should read this or you should do this or you should watch this thing or you should come to this Eucharistic Revival talk. Okay, like there's got to be a relationship there first where they know that they can trust us, mm. that we're really in it because we love them, that it's not a... Um, we, we just have to do this. Like in the classroom, it's like, well, we have to do this. Or, you know, if it's taking your, your spouse or your kids or whatever to church on Sunday, it's not we have to do this. There's something deeper at root here. A relationship with God is vital, and we can bring people deeper into a relationship with God once we have that ourselves. So it's vital that we grow in that ourselves, and then bring them into it because we love them. So in the classroom, in talks that I give, whatever, it, it's really all about building that relationship. And you're a big saints guy. I remember when you oh, were yeah. here at Beckman, like you, saints were huge for you. That was my and thing. That's the testimony of the saints' lives, right? Yeah. Gosh darn it! I'm going to be gone for your talks. <laughs> I really wish I, I could be there, man. Um, yeah, you're probably around the country. Giving, well, giving yeah, I'll be in Ohio. Um, but I, uh, I want to, I really want to plug this to the sense I, I'd, I'd love friends for you to go. I, I, I got to say, this is kind of one of those uh, you, you're going to want to put kind of a little star on in your calendars because uh, at least one of the nights. And I would say bring your kids uh, to this. Grandmas and grandpas included. Grandkids would be an aw- This would be an awesome kind of just fun night. Take them to dinner or afterwards because on February 18th, it starts at 3 p.m. Again, this is in Madrid at St. Malachi. Uh, Ascension Parish is, is hosting this. Uh, and then it is going to be the 19th, so that Monday night at 7 p.m. Okay, and I know some parents might be thinking, well, how do I get my, I get this all the time. How do I get my kids here? How do I, and I just say pay them. That's what I say. I say pay them, <laughs> right? Give, I, really, give them 20 bucks for an hour. How, how long are you going to be talking? 
Uh, yeah, these run about an hour, and then I do Q&A afterwards, so come with your questions. Yeah. You know, I, I really love Q&A time. Yeah, 20 bucks an hour, and, uh, and, and they might do it. But, I, Anthony, you're so good, man. I, I appreciate you coming on and uh, really inspiring a lot of people, especially with your love right now for the Eucharist. Well, always for the Eucharist, but right now in this, in this time of Eucharistic revival, it's really needed. So God bless your work, man. Keep up the good work. You too, buddy. Always great to hang out with you. God bless you. All right, Gene Till coming up in the second half hour. Bill Miklas is going to be on at 745 of the Steyer Group as well, talking about the campaign that we have going on here at Iowa Catholic Radio. A lot to talk about uh, with that, so we'll give you all the updates there. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go right now to your daily gospel and reflection. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to the crowds, This is how it is with the kingdom of God. It is as if a man were to scatter seed on the land and would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow, he knows not how. Of its own accord the land yields fruit, first the blade, then the ear, then the full grain in the ear. And when the grain is ripe, he wields the sickle at once, for the harvest has come. He said, To what shall we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable can we use for it? It is like a mustard seed, that when it is sown in the ground, it is the smallest of all the seeds on the earth. But once it is sown, it springs up and becomes the largest of plants, and puts forth large branches, so that the birds of the sky can dwell in its shade. With many such parables he spoke the word to them as they were able to understand it. Without parables he did not speak to them, but to his own disciples he explained everything in private. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Christ the King Parish in Des Moines. Jesus gives us today a very apt image of the spiritual life. Sometimes we may feel as if God is not hearing our prayers. He's not present in our lives. This could be for one of two reasons. One is we've perhaps grown lax in our spiritual practice and we need to just get back in a consistent routine. But the other reason could be that the Lord is simply working slowly and silently in us, little by little, day by day. It is, as Jesus says, as if a man were to scatter seed on the land, would sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would sprout and grow. He knows not how. This is often the case with us, that the seed sprouts and grows, but we know not how. We know not how much. But the Lord is working. We can have faith in this. He is constantly at work, even if we do not see it. Let us pray for each other this day, and may God bless you. Jen, the Director of Nursing at Intervisions Healthcare, a free and faith-based medical clinic in Des Moines that helps women with their unplanned pregnancies. We're looking for a registered nurse to help serve our patients. So if you'd like to come work for us, we'd love to talk to you. Call us today, 515-440-2273. If you're a compassionate and professional nurse looking to help vulnerable women in need, please give us a call, 515-440-2273. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Sarah Vocations Ministry, including the St. Sarah Club of Des Moines and the Sarah Club of Council Bluffs. Sarah is an apostolate of the Worldwide Catholic Church dedicated to fostering and supporting priesthood and religious vocations. Sarah strive to accomplish their mission through prayer, fellowship, and service to the bishop, priests, sisters, and all in religious formation, and in doing so to increase their own holiness. Learn more at joinsarah.org, joinserra.org. Thank you, Sarah, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
John Lenetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Thanks for being a part of us today. All right, coming up, we've got Bill Steyer's going to be on. <laughs> you got your uh, uh, you get, you, Bill you, Miklas of the Steyer Group. You got the uh, you got your radio voice on this morning. Here we go. <laughs> All Wolfman right. Leonetti. Yeah, that's right. Jean Till coming up as well. She's going to be um, she's going to be talking about the Bishop Show, making it personal. She uh, comes on every Friday to be able to talk just about that. And uh, yes, Bill Miklas of the Steyer Group is going to be on to talk about this very special campaign that we've got going on. So we'll have that for you. All right, Deacon Tony, let's pray. We have birthdays today. Lindsay Maher, Monsignor Steve Orr. They're celebrating birthdays this weekend. So let us pray. God of all creation, we offer you grateful praise for the lives of those who recall today the special occasion and rejoice in your gifts of life and love, family and friends. We humbly ask you to hear their prayers and grant them their heart's desires in accordance with your holy will. Continue to bless them with your presence and surround them with your love that they may enjoy many happy years, all of them pleasing to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, Deacon Mark and I were talking during the break about um, people that uh, I know, someone specifically I know, that has just gone back to confession for the first time in over two decades. And uh, I was so happy to hear that. And, you know, maybe that's just a little call for anyone that's listening right now. Maybe that's been on your heart for a while and you've been away from from that sacrament, maybe for five years or 10 years or 20 years. And, you know, this person said to me, and I don't think the priest knew what to say. And I said, well, don't, don't think you're special here. All right. Your sins aren't special. He's heard all of those numerous times, you know, so don't, don't ever feel like, okay, I, I'm the worst person in the world. Just go, go and do it. And, uh, and prepare a little bit beforehand. And you said the reaction afterwards. Oh, they were on the cloud person nine. was on cloud nine. Yeah. After 20, I, I, over 20 years. I, I've been a, a fortunate awesome. witness to that, uh, yeah. you know, help somebody find their way back to the confessional and uh, it, it, a little bit longer than that. But I, I just remember when he walked out sort of like this shell shocked look of yeah. like, I didn't know it was going to feel this good. Right. You know, it was it's really it was beautiful. Beautiful. Thing. So awesome. Let's go to the news. Yes. Our top news stories of the day are brought to you by Mercy College of Health Sciences, offering a variety of accredited healthcare programs. You can learn more at mchs.edu. A bill in the Iowa Senate could allow various healthcare providers to not participate in or pay for a service that violates their personal, moral, or ethical beliefs. Uh, SSB 3006 was introduced on January 10th, just two days into the legislative session. And since then, a subcommittee has recommended passage for the bill. Some lobbyists argue the bill could open a door to discriminatory practices. However, those arguing in support of this bill say it is a simple right. The legislation adds that health care providers are immune from liability for damages that could arise if they refuse a service. Those against the bill believe it could create a burden for patients seeking care. Within the legislation, there is a specific section for abortions, reiterating that if abortions are against the health care provider's religious beliefs or moral convictions, they are not required to perform the procedure. The U.S. economy grew at an annualized rate of 3.3% in the final quarter of 2023, according to the preliminary data released yesterday, significantly outpacing analyst expectations of around 2%. Sustained consumer spending fueled the growth, including a holiday season that saw record retail spending of almost $965 billion. The fourth quarter figure brings full-year gross domestic product growth to 3.1%, capping a 12-month period that began amid fears of a recession and inflation near 6.5%. 
The Federal Reserve has signaled at least three interest rate cuts are likely in 2024 if current economic conditions hold, moves analysts to say, would likely sustain continued growth in the near term. Religiously unaffiliated people, often referred to as nuns, now make up the largest religious category in the U.S., according to the new report by the Pew Research Center. Pew's new report, released January 24th, shows that nuns now account for 28% of the total U.S. population, the next largest group, Catholics, who make up 20%. The recent data is consistent with a long-term trend of Americans rejecting religious affiliation in growing numbers, with the percentage nearly doubling since uh, 2007 from 16%. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with a scoreboard update. In sports on your Friday morning, last night, high school girls and boys basketball heard on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. It was a Central Iowa Metro League doubleheader. In the girls' contest in Class 5A, it was third-ranked Dowling defeating 13th-ranked West Des Moines Valley by the score of 62-30 to 30 at the Valley Fieldhouse. Dowling Catholic was led by junior Ava Zedeker's 19 points, freshman Katie Muller with 13 points, and junior Layla Tritton with 10 points. Dowling girls now with the record of 12-4. and four. In the boys' contest, it was a Class 4A Central Iowa Metro League doubleheader, and it was the defending state champions in Class 4A, the Valley Tigers, defeating Dowling Catholic by the score of 73-65 at the Valley Fieldhouse. Fourth-ranked Valley improves its record to 11-3, while Dowling Catholic falls to six wins and eight losses. Leading the way for Dowling Catholic last night was Maddox Capola. The sophomore chipped in 16 points. Seniors Joey Capola and Joe Broderick with 15 points each, and senior Riddick Metten with 12 points. Dowling Catholic plays at Southeast Polk tonight in a girl-boy varsity doubleheader. This weekend, the NFL playoffs continue with the conference championships on Sunday. In the AFC, it's the third seed and defending Super Bowl champions Kansas City Chiefs on the road at number one seed Baltimore Ravens. They'll kick off at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. That's from Baltimore, Maryland. And in the night game, the NFC championship game features the third seeded Detroit Lions at number one seed San Francisco 49ers. They'll kick off at 5.30 Sunday night from Santa Clara. California. And tonight we'll have high school girls and boys basketball on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. Dowling Catholic at Southeast Polk in a Central Iowa Metro League doubleheader. We'll be on the air at 6 o'clock from the Southeast Polk Gym. Join Scott Babinat, Jimmy Cataldo, and me for all the action on most of these Iowa Catholic radio network stations. And with your Friday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. Here's a look at the Iowa Catholic Radio Network forecast for today. Cloudy, chance of rain this morning, patchy, dense fog, uh, highs in the mid-30s. Tonight, cloudy, patchy fog in the evening, then areas of fog after midnight, near steady temperatures in the lower 30s. Tomorrow, Saturday, patchy fog in the morning, cloudy, near steady temperatures in the lower 30s. And Sunday, hopefully we'll get to see some sunshine, partly sunny and highs in the mid-30s. Currently around the Iowa Catholic Radio listening area, we've got Des Moines at 32 degrees, Ames at 32 degrees, uh, Fairfield at 34, and Centerville at 33. Today's forecast brought to you by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical, offering repairs, installations, and maintenance for the whole house. Learn more at goldenrulephc.com. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. These two saints probably met in Corinth. While Paul was founding the Christian community there, 
Saints Timothy and Titus today. They were both first century Christians and companions of St. Paul. Timothy, who we learn about through a letter addressed to him by St. Paul, was a young, timid man who converted to Christianity after his grandmother. He joined Paul in the founding of the Church of Corinth and was later installed as Paul's representative to the Church of Ephesus while Paul himself was in prison. Titus is seen as a peacemaker, administrator, and a great friend of Paul. At points, Paul's letters reflect that God sent Titus to him to ease his own discouragement. When Paul received news of trouble in the church in Corinth, he sent Titus to smooth things over and bring the church back to unity. Together, these two saints paint a picture of early Christian life, a life that was not picturesque, but filled with interpersonal struggles within parishes and communities. Through them, Christ reminds us that he guides his church and that he offers to sustain us through all our difficulties. We ask today, Saints Timothy and Titus, to pray for us. Amen. John, I think your uh, license plate, uh, not to make a hard transition, but your license plate, you know, vanity idea, I think is just too obscure. You think it is? Yeah, I don't. don't Well, you didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. Maybe Gene would know what it was. Well, it's tough when you don't see it. Gene Till? Hi. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are good. You? Were you listening earlier to his uh, idea for a vanity play? I did. I missed that. No, you'll have yeah. to hear it soon. I, it, it won't work because it, you have to see it. You know, it's kind of one of those. Mm. You showed it to it's me. And I still didn't get it. Oh, yeah, I know you didn't get it. And, and John's afraid of, if I put it up on social media for I don't other want people, people to, to guess it. that it, that'll get stolen. This is my thing here. This is my thing. Yeah. 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 What do we got coming up on the Bishop Show? Well, um, t- Professor Timothy O'Malley is with Bishop this Saturday morning nice. at 8, and he is, are you ready for this? Yeah. We don't have enough long enough show to get this title out. Uh, the Director of Education and Academic Director of the Notre Dame Center for Liturgy and an Executive Member of the Eucharistic Revival mm. and... We're talking with him. Uh, he authored a book called Becoming Eucharistic People, The Hope and Promise of Parish Life. Cool. And many of the parishes are using that book as a study guide um, in this, you know, as we look to this Eucharistic revival coming up this year. Yeah, I follow him a lot, and uh, he's very, very good. So this should be a really good show. Um, again, mm-hmm. 8 o'clock. Give us the, times of the, uh, the new Times of the Bishop show, Gene. 8 a.m. Saturday morning, which I heard last night. Um, one of our listeners just loved that new time. Good. And then 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. Awesome. Sunday morning. Uh, the Bishop Show go, co-host, Making It Personal, Gene Till, uh, with Bishop William Johnson. Just an awesome show. I know he has a lot of fun doing it. I know you do too, Gene. God bless yep, your work. You know, and I'm here uh, a lot of times when those uh, interviews are done, yep. and the guests that come through... Always come out going. He made it so easy. Nice, you know. Nice. So it really rings true that uh, title of the show, of making it personal. He he really uh, yep. puts the guests at ease and, and does a great job. That's the key to a good host, right there. We'll talk to you soon, Gene. God bless. All right, Bill Miklas. When we come back of the Steyer Group and the big campaign, this guy's really led the way in a lot of ways for us uh, of the uh, the big capital campaign here at Iowa Catholic Radio, and we got a lot to to comb over with him. If you've ever wondered what what is all this about that Iowa Catholic Radio is undertaking, we got those answers for you when we come back. John Lee here on the Catholic Morning Show. Friends, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Friday, January 26th. I'm 
I'm Anne Marie Cox. The show Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson has moved to Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock with a replay on Sunday at 11 in the morning. Tune in tomorrow here on Iowa Catholic Radio to hear Bishop Johnson chat with Tim O'Malley of Notre Dame University's Center for Liturgy. He's also a member of the National Committee leading the Eucharistic Revival Initiative. If your Saturday is packed with activities, check out the Bishop's podcast posted at iowacatholicradio.com. Also, tomorrow is the birthday of Father Steve Orr. Father Steve is among our retired priests. If you happen to see him around, wish him a happy birthday. And Sunday is Father Jim Kirby's birthday. Father Jim has taken donations to Ukraine, where he is visiting friends and photographing the effects of the war. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Next Generation Realty, a Catholic and family-owned flat-fee brokerage serving Central Iowa since 1994. Next Generation Realty can handle every step of the process of buying or selling a home. Learn more at nextgenerationrealty.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Catholic Charities of the Diocese of Des Moines, where empowering individuals and strengthening families have been the cornerstone of care for a century. Services for neighbors in need include a food pantry, professional counseling, emergency family shelter, and refugee resettlement. At Catholic Charities, lives are transformed and you can be part of the mission. To learn more about how to help Catholic Charities fulfill Christ's promise of help and hope, visit catholiccharitiesdm.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Fast Signs is a custom sign and visual solutions company with an extensive selection of digital signage, interior and exterior signs, banners, and vehicle wraps. Learn more at FastSigns.com. Thank you, Fast Signs in Clive, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning, everyone. John Minetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Appreciate you being a part of it today. we got a big campaign. It's called Growing the Faith. It's a campaign here for Iowa Catholic Radio, and um, we've launched. I mean, we we are we're well into this here, which is a lot of fun, and uh, and seeing just so much of the support that's taken place. And one of the men that's uh, that's helped us with this is Bill Miklas. Hello, Bill. Hello, John. How are you? Good. So we. Um, well, we brought you in, right? And this is a, a, yep. the Steyer Group to be able to help us with this. Um, first of all, of all, no one's ever heard of the Steyer Group. Who, who are you? <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, you, you may not know um, the name, but uh, I think you, you, uh, a lot of your listeners are familiar with our, with our, um, with our efforts and with our results. So, um, so the Steyer Group uh, was founded by Jim Steyer uh, about 26 years ago. He is our founder and still uh, our company leader. Um, we're based in Omaha, so uh, a couple hours to the west of uh, Des Moines there. Uh, uh, but we serve clients throughout the U.S. and uh, Canada. Yeah, and so um, when you say serve clients, what do you do? Yeah, so we help uh, nonprofit organizations uh, with their capital campaigns. So um, we have a particular expertise in um, uh, gathering information, uh, bringing that information to our clients, working with them, and then um, doing all of the behind-the-scenes work and then helping them present it to their um, congregation, their their followers, and uh uh, and then we help those folks raise money based upon uh, what their needs are. So pretty cool. Um, what what 
does the Steyer Group have for stipulations on if you're going to work with them or not? Um, well, we predominantly work with uh, Catholic um, uh, organizations, but we're not. That's not uh, a necessity. Uh, you know, we certainly want to make sure that we're dealing with legitimate uh, nonprofit organizations. But really, it's it's uh, folks that um, have been um, in existence for a while. Sometimes we deal with with uh, startup um, churches and and uh, and or schools. But um, folks, it's it's generally folks who have been uh, in existence for a while. Um, you know, maybe they started their parish small, <clears throat> excuse me, and they needed to grow. Um, and similar to what Iowa Catholic Radio is, is you know, um, it got its start uh, nearly 20 years ago, and uh, it did what it could afford to do. Um, and now it's at a point where um, now that they have a, a good, solid base, um, they want to um, expand uh, to to reach others as well, and that's uh, that's really the exciting part of uh, of working with Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, you've been here a lot. I mean, you you've been just kind of immersing yourself into the community here of Iowa Catholic Radio and the family here. What what have you noticed? What what sticks out to you? Um, the overwhelming support of uh, Iowa Catholic Radio and uh, and its reach. Um, it's it's really amazing to me. Um, we have Catholic Radio here in Omaha with KBSS, um, uh, but the amount of connection that people feel to this and uh, really the amount of evangelization that's occurred as a result of uh, the programming um, that they have. And, of course, you know, they really love this uh, this radio morning guy. I'm not sure what his mm. name is, but they, they, they Deacon really Mark Campbell. I was just going to say, I'm sure it's Deacon Mark Campbell that they're referencing. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I'll let you guys fight that. All out, right, so. all right, all right. Well, it, it is it has been really cool to see. I mean, and I gotta I gotta say, you, you probably go into places like this and say, there's just not a lot of um, you know growth that that is going to happen. Or I mean, you're you're not just going in and saying, yeah, everyone go and raise money. You're you're great. I mean, it's it's really something that probably is takes a lot of years to make. I mean, I would catch yeah. the radio twenty. So yeah, I I, uh, I should mention that you know back in June and July, um, I came out and talked with a variety of folks. Uh, we surveyed um, close to a hundred folks uh, in the community there, <clears throat> um, some outside the community, but generally it was in the Des Moines metro area. Um, and we did what we call a planning study. And during that study, we gauged the interest of the folks. Um, whether they wanted to, uh, whether they believe that these are high priority issues or, or uh, projects that the IACR should be taking on, mm-hmm. um, and then whether they wanted to be a part of that, uh, either financially or 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 uh, via volunteerism, um, and uh, on a priority priority scale between one and ten, with ten being the highest. The expansion of Iowa Catholic Radio was ranked uh, above a nine, which, what? Um, yeah, for for folks uh, in our industry, that's almost unheard of. We consider a seven a very strong outing, um, but uh, the folks uh, that we talked to, they rated it above a nine. So we felt that there was tremendous support for Joe uh, for following Joe Teeling's uh, vision, and and really when. The amazing part is, and I know you talk to Joe all the time, and and many people throughout the the uh, metro talk to Joe. Um, it is amazing to me that this is not 
uh, a typical business strategy of, you know, we have to grow by X and we have to do this. Joe um, felt a calling uh, to not only to start, but now to spread the word uh, because he sees the impact that it's had within uh, the Des Moines area, and he believes that, um, and and I believe all of you folks believe that um, you, you need to spread that word to, so that you can reach every soul in the state of Iowa. So what what are the numbers here? What what do we want to uh, do and raise, and and how are we going about it? Right. So the the goal uh, is five million dollars for phase one of this campaign, and that covers um, the existing. Um, purchases that have been made as well as the um, uh, purchases yet to come. There's there's plans. Uh, the FCC awards the licenses, uh, but it's not on a frequent or, a, or on a consistent basis. So uh, uh, Iowa Catholic Radio had to take advantage of some opportunities um, to, to grow into, like especially the south-central part, uh, the uh, Atumwa and Audubon and um, um, those areas uh, south, a little south east of uh, of um, of Des Moines there. Um, but then they they have plans to cover uh, southwest Iowa, um, central uh, Iowa, northwest Iowa, and then uh, north central Iowa. And then phase two would be towards uh, the eastern side of uh, the Davenport, the uh, the um, um, uh, Dubuque areas and such. Uh, there's uh, there's a, a lot of folks there that uh, that need to hear uh, what Iowa Catholic Radio has to offer as well. So. Yeah, I mean from the beginning, right? It, it's about saving souls. It's about bringing people right. to Jesus. That, that's that's really when it comes down to it, what it is. And you know, you need money to do that, right? But uh, as Mother right. Angelica said, God's got all the money in the world. It just happens to be in your pockets. Um, and it's not right. It's not our. It's not our money. This is God's money. No. And so, um, you know, if you're if if you're interested in 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 helping us expand this mission of ours to uh, to bring this good news of Jesus to everyone in Iowa, I mean, we want to blanket the state, and that's that's really one of the big reasons why we're doing this is just so that every single person in Iowa has the opportunity to be able to turn, tune in on a regular basis, whether that's in their car, whether that's on their phone with an app, wherever it is. And uh, and to be able to to hear good news because in a world we right. live and in today that's tough. Yeah, so um, we had an official kickoff on December eighth. That was our public outing, and uh, since uh, well, not since that time, but uh, to date, we've raised one point seven eight million dollars of that five million goal. So that is a great great start. How long does it um, normally take to raise five million? So that is a uh, uh, the campaign is set for a three year campaign. Okay. So the contributions can come in uh, over those three year periods. Some people like to have monthly installments. Some people quarterly or annually, and some people just like to uh, handle it all at one time. And um, the donations can be in a variety of ways. It can be uh, straight out cash or stocks or insurance policies, real estate. There's any number of ways where people can support Iowa Catholic Radio. So. Well, and when people hear the word capital campaign, I want to be very clear on this. Some people think, well, that's above my pay grade. You know, this is for all the millionaires uh, out there. No, no, no. I mean, a third of our of our donors are given 50 bucks a month or less, right? 
Correct, correct. And Which is huge. You know, we're certainly grateful for uh, those uh, higher dollar uh, donations yes. as well, the long-term consistent supporters, and they've always stepped up for Iowa Catholic Radio, and they're doing it once again. But, yeah, you're right. A third of the folks... Uh, have uh, are contributing or have pledged fifty dollars uh, a month or less. So that's that is. Um, I think we have a uh, uh, hundred pledges already now, and um, that shows that I think we have broad based support uh, that was indicated in the uh, in the. Uh, uh, the planning study there. So. Well, we've got great uh, chair campaign chairs and co-chairs. Frank and Mary Jo Hardy as the campaign chairs. Joe and Marilyn Lane as co-honorary chairs, along with Don and Charlene Lamberti and um, and Monsignor Bignano. So uh, this is really awesome. We've got just amazing people, prayerful people behind this. And uh, man, thanks for your work, Bill. You've you really put a lot of your heart and soul into this. I know you have. Absolutely, and you know Bishop Johnson uh, is uh, a big supporter of ours as well. I want I want to make sure just got a big him. letter from him, right? Yeah, and and that letter um, is uh, in either the appeal packets that have been sent out to everybody, uh, or it's available if they want to contact the station as well. So That's awesome, and I, I I certainly want to make sure that um, that we say thanks to. Uh, Joe Teeling for his vision and leadership. The board, uh, uh, Bell Morasco is phenomenal. You guys have a treasure in her, yeah. and um, you. Um, uh, it, it's been a, a blessing to work with her. And then um, the folks, even uh, you know the folks uh, in the radio, the on-air st- uh, staff, and then and then the programming as well. Everybody has been very very cooperative and helpful, and uh, it's, it's been a pleasure to work with y'all. You're a good man, Bill. God bless your work. Thank you very much. I uh, I uh, look forward to the time that we meet our goals, and then all of this uh, starts to spread. Amen. Bill Miklas, everyone of the Steyer Group, everyone that he named is is so key, uh, and many, many more. I mean, um, and we can't do this without our bishop, so we, we're so appreciative of him and the support that he gives, and just the fact that he's on the air. Uh, it's just awesome how many bishops are, are on the air with their own radio show. So um, very cool. Thanks to everyone and anyone that has given your support and your time, talent, and treasure as well. Uh, we ask blessing of God to be with all of us today to help us to lead and to uh, be heroic in the ways in which we live uh, this life. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you. Amen. I'm John Linetti, friends. We'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. The Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This worn and weary land where many a dream has died.